The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. It's September 21st. Do you remember? The 21st day of September. September. Earth, Wind, Fire. I wonder if we have that in our library. We absolutely do. Um, It's my husband's birthday today. Oh! (laughs) I know. Happy 29th birthday. Thank you. He would love for you to say that. (laughs) I only found out about this song two years ago, and and he had no idea either. And I was like, how have you lived your entire life? Two years ago? Yeah. Like, I knew the song existed, but it's kind of hard to tell what he's saying. Okay. Do well, you remember that want a like, reminder? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yes. This is it. <laughs> it's old. What is it like? Seventies, maybe? Earth, wind, fire. Oh yeah. Let's see. Let's give a little Google. Earth, wind, fire. September. When did this come out? Seventy-eight. Do you remember? People care more about soccer than they do about the Queen passing away, and the numbers back it up, Steph. That's a big statement. Oh, my gosh. But it's true. It I'll, is? I'll tell you that much, especially over in uh, in England and the UK and everything. Okay. So Euro 2020 went on last year. I think England made the final. Maybe. Yeah, it was last year. I remember going to Patty's to watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got it all figured out in my head here. <laughs> That's right. England was in the final, so a lot of people were very invested in it over there. And around, what is the number? Around 31 million people tuned in to watch England in the final. Okay? That's nearly all of Canada. All right. Yeah. The Queen, the early numbers from people watching over the past week and a half. Yeah. 28 and a half. Million. So just under 3 million more people watch soccer than the Queen's funeral thing for two weeks. Hold up. How many people can the stadium hold that the soccer game was held in versus how many people the streets can hold? I bet you those 3 million people were all watching the coffin ride by them while they sat in the street. How many people do you think were in the streets? A ton. Three million at least. (laughs) Well, and the thing is, how many people are watching together on one TV for the football game? How many people are watching together on one TV for the Queen? I think this is an unfair comparison. I think that it evens out. No. (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) No, you don't say that. So, um... What I'm saying is sports are more important than the two-week parade. Says of, the guy who likes sports more than anything else in the world. And the numbers back it up. You have nothing. I have the queen, and I <laughs> like her. <laughs> so I'm on the phone with my dad last night, and oftentimes we're chatting about things. Oh, yeah, I did this, I did this, and we'll send a picture of what we were up to. Oh, yeah, multitasking. Yeah, so um, he knows I really love Coleman lanterns and uh, found oh, yeah. one at a garage sale over the weekend so he was cleaning it up so he sent me a picture of the lantern all lit up really nice. I was thinking that's a gr- great band name but I was like oh lanterns right right right, right. okay continue on. <laughs> Coleman lanterns. Um, he thought he sent me a picture of the lantern oh, all no. lit up nice nice and then. You're done spicy? Well he he goes oh my gosh Steph I'm so sorry I'm so oh oh my goodness disregard that picture I just sent oh oh I'm sorry and I'm like what the heck kind of picture did you send because it 
he has an Android and I have an iPhone and it's not immediate. And so I didn't get it yet. And I'm terrified. Like, I'm like, should I just delete my dad off my phone or yeah. like block him so that I can't have this photo yet? And uh, he's like, what was it? Well, he goes, oh, it's going to look like a raw turkey. And I was like, dear Lord, dad, what have you done? Uh, uh. He just got like a surgery and he has to send pictures of his wound oh, my to the goodness. doctor and so he sent me a, a picture so he thought he actually only just put it in the send section and never even sent it wow. just of his his wound I'm like dad like we've got to talk about what you could have been sending me right here because <laughs> <laughs> your reaction was a little bit too far yeah first of all <laughs> a be a little bit more careful with the photos that you're sending. And B, don't take those at all, okay? <laughs> and don't call them Rod Turkey. Yes, a lot of <laughs> lessons learned here. Steph and I, we have Jordan Brass joining our show this morning. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day, Jordan. Now, we understand you have a fundraiser going on right now. Uh, what can you tell us about it? Um, I'm having a fundraiser called Locks for Life. And it's where I promise to... Cut off my 16-year-old dreadlocks and shave my head if I was able to reach $5,000 towards Brain Cancer Canada to find a cure for brain cancer. And how's it going? It's going really good. Um, within the first 24 hours, actually, we managed to get $5,000, so looks like I'm getting a haircut because we're at 10675 right now. Wow. Either people really wanted your dreadlocks gone or they really believe in the cause or both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, like, absolutely blown away by how many people have donated so far, but we still got a few more weeks here until it's haircut time, so we're going to keep grinding hard and trying to get those numbers up because we got to find a cure for brain cancer. For sure. And why do you care so much about the cause? Uh, so my sister Tina has brain cancer and she's gone through countless radiation sessions and chemotherapy. And, you know, while she was doing that, she didn't have the option. She lost her hair. So... I decided that this would be a fun way to raise awareness for brain cancer because not that many people talk about it, but also a good way to raise money to find a cure. And Brain Cancer Canada is a national charity that supports people diagnosed with malignant brain tumors by funding research technology and treatment. So this is the perfect cause for it and it's near and dear to my heart. Jordan, words can't even describe like the work that you're doing for your sister here. What is the best way, I guess, people, can, how do they reach out and help you? Is there uh, one spot that they can do? Is it just in person? Uh, how can they donate? Uh, the best way to donate is to go to braincancercanada.ca and under fundraisers, if you click on that, you can see me right at the top there a little blurb about myself and why I'm doing this and you can donate right there at braincancercanada.ca Wow, that's great. Thanks so much for talking to us this morning and thanks for working so hard to find a cure for this. Thank you. It's important that we find a cure and thank you guys for helping spread awareness. 
Unsound Theories with Steph and Sean. People are convinced King Charles bodyguards are using fake hands. I've scrolled across these TikToks and I love it. <laughs> okay. I love it so much. <laughs> so they're saying that they believe that the they have very realistic looking hands that don't move because they have their actual arm not in their suit arm but tucked inside to have it always on their gun yeah i believe it i believe it well okay obviously watching things in slow motion on tiktok it really like caters to your point and when you watch something in slow motion it really emphasizes what you believe because you're like oh yeah that is a fake arm that is a fake (laughs) hand because like the arm's not really moving the real hand is like moving it's clenched in a fist you can see some fingers here and there whereas like they focus on the fake hand and the fake arm, and it's just like a straight like palm, and everything's together. And then it, the arm just looks hollow, and it just looks like it's floating around. But obviously, slow motion just kind of be like, yeah, look how fake it is. But really, who knows? Yeah, I feel like um, they're trained not to move their arms, not to move their hands. <laughs> I don't think that they have fake hands in there. I want to like point us back to watching the funeral and seeing so many people marching as stoic could have been robots but they were actually people and they didn't need to move their hands even when their hat had gone into their nose so i feel like these bodyguards as well are just like my hand is here it doesn't need to move i will keep it very still well i i feel like the secret service protecting the king is a little different than the marching guards and stuff (laughs) Just a tiny little bit different. Do you think that it is a secret that they have a gun? I think th- I think they like that it's a secret. I think they don't want to. They don't just want to show it because okay. then it ruins the fun. Do you think that their arm tucked inside of their suit coat is going to be faster with the button and everything done up than their real arm in their suit arm reaching in for the gun? You just blew my brain. Like, what? Okay, wait. No, I think, I think it's, I don't think the gun's tucked away or anything. I think they have it on it and they can just, the the suit jacket is flimsy. So they can just flip it up. Oh. They can just kind of flip and a bullet goes through the coat too. Yeah, I just feel like it's, this is a whole lot of theory for, for a heck of a lot of just reach on to your holster and use your gun. (laughs) <laughs> just like they they would be trained to be quick. Western style, just. I, yeah, I think that they've been trained to be like lightning fast, like oh, a, a, a threat. I'm ready. <laughs> but then, but maybe, but maybe if they do that, then other the bad guys can calculate stuff better. Whereas this is like ah, it's in limbo. They don't know kind oh. of thing. And it's been happening for years and years. Yeah. Like apparently, this theory is don't years ruin. Old. Okay, don't ruin our imagination over here. Hands. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let Maybe our imaginations run wild. <laughs> Everything is coming up. The queen and dogs this hour, Steph. Mm-hmm. And uh, right at the top of the hour, we talked about how soccer was more watched than the procession, Still the funeral <laughs> of everything. And then we had the SVCA come in, and they we just got to meet with Maddie, the dog, Madeline. She was absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Now I think we should combine the two, the queen and dogs, okay? Yes, let's talk about her dogs. Have you heard of the royal corgis? They have a name. I didn't know they were royal, but I did know that she was a corgi lover. She loved corgis, the royal corgis. That's what she owned. And in her lifetime of being in power, the monarchy, the queen, uh, she at least owned one corgi, corgi at any given time from 1933 to 2018. Always one in her possession. Wow. Uh, 30 
over that time frame as well, which is incredible. But she also left behind too this this time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Just the photos of the dogs waiting around, being like, "Where's mom? Yeah. Where's mom? Um, the 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 corgis weren't always um well liked either. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. We'll, we'll go back to what the 1950s, I think. Uh, 1954. Um, one of the corgis bit. One of her staff. So I'm guessing the staff was just acting up and the corgi was keeping the staff in line, essentially, is what I assume. Like, <laughs> innocent until proven guilty type of situation right there. And then another time, I think it was in the 60s that I read here, uh, one of the guards was acting out and the corgi quickly put the guard in order as well. Oh, my and goodness. And bit the guard as Once well. So there's been a couple instances with humans acting out and the dogs keeping them in order as well. Do you know what a dorgie is? A dorgie? Yeah, it said she had a dorgy. Is that like a dash hound corgi? Uh, that sounds right. The picture looks kind of like a dash hound <laughs> with a corgi butt. Uh, the first the first corgi that she owned was named Susan. Susan. <laughs> Magic for Susan. No. Uh, Susan, had, they kept two of the puppies, Sugar and Honey. I had a dog named Sugar. <laughs> See, the queen and I are on the same page. Her surviving ones are Sandy and Muick. Oh, it makes me so happy. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.